0: If you're looking to build your liquidity and assets, take hold of your future, and build a savings account with 5% APR financing and zero money down, you too can become the prince of all savings. Ballin out! Ballin out! Ballin out! Super! Hello everybody and welcome back for another episode of Balling Out Super! Super! Yeah. Super! super. We all said it and had a great time. I am your host for today, Alex Batac. Hello. I would never lie to you about who I am. I'm here with my partners in crime, Christmas, KRL, Katie Rose Leon.
1: Ho, ho, ho. That's right. And <laughs> so good to be back in the Alex Patak <laughs> content studios.
0: Ho, ho, ho. And a uh, uh, special guest host for the day... Andrew, king of pain, Derso.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm filling in for Jeremy. He's on his, like, 70th honeymoon. Um, I'm having a good time. I'm on the opposite of a honeymoon. I'm where I live. (laughs) D- alone. Alone. I consider each time you guest on this podcast a honeymoon. <laughs> it's, it's it's
0: definitely nice. I'd take it over going to uh, Paris. And we are here and happy to announce our special guest for the day, uh, comedian and man about town, David Drake.
3: Hello. David, welcome. <laughs> it's great to be here. How well are you done.
0: feeling, David, after
1: we have ambushed you?
3: Uh, how am I feeling? I feel good. It's a nice couch, uh, great company, <laughs> big cat.
0: Big cat.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's the
0: thing is when we're recording at my place, because usually we're at Jeremy's, people, they notice the cat.
1: He, he's one third of your entire apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cat
0: and exposed brick. Just like picture that and you have Alex's apartment.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this is an ongoing debate we're having about whether I should tell the guests we're about going to make them watch Dragon Ball beforehand or have it be a complete surprise. How are you feeling? <laughs>
3: oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun to uh, See, fun.
1: <laughs> I, you know,
3: watch we, a random episode of a show. We've discussed
1: wa- you know, both sides of it. And when it comes comes down to it. I don't want to book people, so do whatever you want, Alex. That's
0: right. I'm drunk on power. So, David, we like to interview our guests about their history with anime and Dragon Ball in particular. Uh, what, what kind of uh, anime did you watch in your life?
3: Oh, uh, I was more of like a like a Ninja Turtles, uh, Street Sharks. Interesting. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah, yeah. That treat- does that count as anime? It's
0: We're not- gonna count it and move forward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, no, because like not everybody watched that stuff as a kid. But uh, I will say I love Street Sharks. Uh, one, rollerblades. Two, cut off shorty shorts. Three, sharks. 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 Uh, <laughs> their are fins.
3: A big part of their fins cut the cement. Yeah.
1: I will
2: I will say Street Sharks best toys amazing toys just like big and fucking substantial and they had that like vinyl
0: feel to them when you feel the rubber beneath your hands you <laughs> yeah. know you got a hit yeah that's the closest you came as a kid to owning a classic car
2: <laughs> a Street Sharks toy
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I never thought of it that way but that's a really good point uh, no Street Sharks are totally within bounds Django Gold came on and was like my favorite anime is
3: The Simpsons
0: so okay, like, anything goes yeah. So,
3: anime is just a cartoon.
1: Anime is to a, you at least. A, well, technically, it's Japanese animation. Okay. But- did you know any kids into Dragon Ball? Do you know any of those little freaks in elementary school? No,
3: I, I remember watching it uh, for like a couple, but then, you know, you couldn't record television. So, like, I'd see one, and then uh, I'd miss a bunch, and then I'd come back to it, and I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on.
0: Dragon Ball was on at wildly inopportune hours. Yeah, yeah, I they,
2: where Yeah, they play it like, out of air, out of order up until a certain point.
0: It was 6.30 in the morning on the WB for a while, I remember, because I was like eight years old, and I was like, gotta run. Rise and grind, (laughs) just like Goku. No days off, baby.
3: (laughs) Kisses bicep. It's an audio medium. No Um, shows were hard to like uh, keep watching because like you'd you'd miss them until T. Until now. So you
0: did. did, Would you say you had like a stigma against anime people? Sometimes that happens on the show, you know. (laughs) Certain Uh, reputation in the '90s, early 2000s.
3: No, I mean I was into I think uh, things that like run parallel to that. Like I liked Pogs. I I liked the magic cards. Oh, so
1: you're a real gamer.
3: I feel like these are just as nerdy as uh, as anime. You like
2: hardcore and imagine like did you fight guys with the
3: card game? No.
2: Uh, (laughs) 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 It's funny you mention that. That was not the it sounds like you didn't even know you could do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like the I just like them. Like, I, th- I thought they looked cool. So you
1: never, you never actually played Magic the Gathering?
3: <laughs> no. Interesting.
0: Uh, I did that for Pokemon, because I felt like Pokemon, everybody got the cards because they were so associated with the show, but then there was no further explanation of what you do with those things.
3: So well, it was just before like, you could what? fight
0: with cards, they were just like trading cards.
3: Like,
2: you can't fight with baseball
3: I cards. I liked collecting cards. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had a little book with like, it, was, it just had all like the cards, and I'd lay them out. You're I mean, saying a like... trapper
2: keeper. Yeah, all <laughs> like, term is trapper keeper. Like a
3: binder. Keeper.
2: Not a lot of people know. You can also play Pogs. Pogs is also a game. Nobody gave a shit.
3: I did play Pogs. Yeah,
2: it's like but you just like hit a fucking stack of paper with like a metal thing. It's the most rudimentary game imaginable.
0: It's true, and now they're back in the porn universe. <laughs> uh, Pogs so, are? Yeah, Pogs. Really? They're all the rage.
3: There's Pog, P- yeah. Pog porn?
0: Yeah, look it up.
3: All right. Let's I'm not going
0: to elaborate any
1: further.
3: Right it's gonna now, to lead me
0: into
1: like <laughs> I am learning a lot right oh, you now. You thought
0: all those Twitter names were just for
2: fun? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really don't
0: want to... I know what you're talking about. I yeah, really dude, don't want to explain then, I feel like listening to this right now, there's going to be like 20% of the people like, oh, we're talking about it? <laughs> and everybody else is like, what
1: are you talking about? Do you fellas want to tell me what disgusting things you've uh, been Pog watching is, on the internet? Uh,
0: acronym for fat-ass white girls. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're thinking... That, that's spelled with an F, not this way. Because okay, well now... it's cool how wide these asses are. Great, now I know. Man.
1: And now I know that that's a slur I've been screamed at on the streets.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> That is our word. All right, I'm going
1: Pog- to roll this in. Pog um, so as Yeah, you so gotta... you're in pogs as a kid.
3: I had no idea.
1: Like, when you got a little older, were you into any uh, ostracizing stuff? You seem handsome and well-adjusted, so I feel like maybe not.
3: Uh, <laughs> things ostracizing things. Uh, Maybe that's
1: the wrong way to say it. Jeremy usually drives his car. And
0: we no, are. No, we're doing a really good job. <laughs> we're really good
3: interviewers. I mean, How do you
1: feel right now? <laughs> do
2: hard, you just watched a really confusing show. We're calling you handsome, but you have to react a certain way.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, hey, I'm uh, I'm used to being called handsome, so thank you. Fuck,
0: man. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever worked as an escort as one kind or another?
3: Uh, uh, like fucked for money. Yeah. What?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm leading an interview.
3: No, it's a reasonable question. I am handsome. Oh, my God. Have I fucked for money? <laughs> I
2: was once
0: invited after I was fired from a regular moving company to work for a stripping moving company, but then I didn't think I'd get past their screening process, so I did not take them up on it. Also, the idea of disappointing an old woman with my body really stifled me in an emotional place. What is going on? It was... <laughs> Did you really work for a moving company? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, he they had- fired me for being too loud in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% yeah. real. Well, yeah. you asked all your
2: coworkers if they ever tried to have sex for money. <laughs> Do you guys know about pogs?
1: I am, uh, can we interview our guest in a yes. non-offensive way? Yes, it's
0: not way. offensive. It's
3: exploratory. No, it's okay. What, what were your passions in childhood, David? <laughs> oh, man, sex for money. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess I if it's like nerd stuff that we're focusing on yes. I, I like I do like fantasy like books. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you,
0: ever read an, you, ever, you ever read an R. A. Salvatore and just lose yourself in the spine of the world? Oh man, I don't know who that is.
2: Uh, did I, you like did Lord a, of the Rings? I liked it. Was Everybody, nice, yeah. Was that a book you enjoyed? You
3: I just, think all that stuff that used to be nerdy is now like
2: it's mainstream.
3: Yeah, everyone's in. My dad is into it.
2: Well, like I see like kids wearing like Dragon Ball Z T shirts. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. All that stuff is kind of there's not, a lot
1: of good Dragon Ball streetwear out there, and I mean legitimate well-styled as I opposed that to that obnoxious thing where it's like, yeah, I uh, don't really know how to have a personality, so I'll just wear superheroes on every inch of my body. Uh, yeah, those Marvel
2: snapbacks.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. I have a Goku weed shirt, and it is very badly made. And it's in my rotation, so how
1: is I, uh I'm a big fan. Thank you. Uh, you know, when I had less responsibilities and I was a younger, hotter person, I uh, <laughs> had a lot of weed-themed clothing, and then I had to move back to New York and grow up.
3: <laughs> yeah. No one really talks about the success of, like, the nerd community uh, just becoming the highest level of...
1: Capitalism? Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. But just, like, yeah... Uh, Thor is a (laughs) superhero. (laughs) Or Chris Hemsworth or whatever. Yeah, being a loser. He's the hottest guy in the world.
2: back to ancient Greece. Those are probably the comic book guys of their day.
3: (laughs) Yes,
0: the gods were the superheroes then, weren't they lads? (laughs) I guess my question, as a former nerd, if you were into Star Wars, if you were into Lord of the Rings, and that was a big thing for you, and now to see it appropriated by by dads and their, their dad kind, does that feel like it's taken a premium away from your interest? Are you less interested now?
3: Because my dad likes Lord, I mean my or just dad like that
0: every. It's like kind of on blast. This thing maybe you used to like.
3: Uh, I think it's just I'm I'm getting older, so yeah. I'm less interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's like 400 Marvel movies. I I watched them all when I when it started, and then I started to like kind of well uh, like like fade 9, out.
0: Thousand know. of them, they're all kind of the same. Yeah,
3: yeah. they're
2: all the, they're all like hard capped at a six out of ten quality wise. But like the they're f- never gonna surprise you i'm i'm right with you in that like i used to be a big comic book guy now like honestly just being oversaturated by it i I can't find the will to care anymore the
0: upsetting thing (laughs) to me is that marvel has done so well financially with all the movies they've made in the last 10 years they have no plan to ever stop so this will just follow us throughout our lives until you are pushed into a shallow grave uh
3: i like the ones that deviate a little like the like the logan where it's just Old like, Man was. Logan? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. really good. It
0: it was good. It's good. Logan, yeah. but he vapes.
3: Super violent and, like, sad.
0: <laughs> do do you have to see how he lives and stuff? How'd I haven't it? seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's about oh. when uh,
1: his That's Medicaid good. gets cut off and he's just <laughs> eating yeah. beans. He gets
0: married <laughs> and loses his Medicaid because yeah. they're a joint beans, income uses over 22000 hand knives as a fork. <laughs> <laughs> Does he use the hand knives as a fork? Because I would think I about don't that. I think so, but why isn't that happening? Why doesn't he do that? You would never need a fork. Although, would you? You get an infection attracting the food. I I I think it hurts.
1: Yeah, it's gross. He he hurts every time they come out. But yeah, like I was reading about that
2: (laughs) Disney streaming service coming out, and like this is like Disney's attempt to like full on monopolize the media, and it's all shit that you liked when you were fourteen. Like it's all reboots of like superhero stuff or like Disney Channel shows. It's like scary how they're just kind of selling emotional regression to us. I mean, to make two things too serious.
0: Well, Paddy Mo had a theory on it when he came on, which was a really interesting way of looking at it. Of like, well, I went to college and I stopped watching these childish shows because I wasn't interested, and I was growing up. And then we got older, and we looked at climate change and how uh, the, you might just not have a future. And then you're like, what are the Ninja Turtles up to now?
1: <laughs> Maybe this podcast shouldn't roast people who are banking on nostalgia materials.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. I like. Wa- I genuinely like watching dragon ball z yeah, but it is, is for children
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i loved this
0: i feel like anime has a different whole culture around it than the uh, uh marvel stuff does because from the get-go it was kind of somehow supposed to be for all ages
4: which is yeah different well, than it is I, here
1: i feel like the cultural phenomena of anime is a different there's similarities for sure but um there's still like a niche aspect to it yeah, of, that people say, feel very protective of.
2: Yes, yeah, and no, I would say it's definitely a step beyond just like generic like Marvel. Would goals. you
1: say it's, it's legit m- the most popular? I know,
3: you know a lot of like beyond? adult, yeah, like adults who are still into that. It's kind of like wrestling. You know, wrestling hangs on, anime hangs on.
2: Like, wrestling in particular, a thing happened, like, five years ago where, like, the fan base, like, shifted to depressed IT guys instead of, like, (laughs) southern redneck types. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know what happened. It's great. I love it.
3: Because I I don't know what it is about, like, that, what I just watched. Uh, (laughs) But it's it's almost like the animations, uh, it's like watching pictures, you know? It's like a... uh, like, like a an painting? abstract
1: painting from yeah. to
3: life. Is that the deal? I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's not Honestly. like smooth like the way it's like if you watch like a Pixar movie, all oh. the movements are just like you can see every hair. Uh, he, yeah. You know, oh, with I this, believe, it's like uh, uh, still frames.
1: I believe your observation is that it's shitty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: looked better before they made it worse because <laughs> <laughs> it's a soulless cash grab. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, oh, man, that's a, you must be like. The best friend like any mm-hmm. animator, which is like if anything shitty, he's like, "Wow, man, you made so many paintings." Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: you're like.
3: This I didn't like- know if that was like the deal. Like that's like the style. <laughs>
1: this is like a very optimistic kind of nice way to approach it instead of just being like, "Why does it look like shit?" You're like, "Wow, it's like really beautiful how they abstract."
3: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's just what makes anime. Like, is all all anime is kind of that, right? Um,
1: I would say in general
2: has a lower budget. Yeah. Okay.
3: So it's just love, they don't have the resources.
1: Well, I
2: guess, like, uh, I guess the there. way they make up for it is by, like, making individual frames, like, very exciting.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: I also think just, like, some studios value, like, things being actually good looking. Well, this one's like, but we just want to give you a seizure and a fight. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, that yeah. pretty.
0: Um, just to flesh this out Maybe go in uh, other directions Just to get more of uh,
3: you on the interview David. You have a second cat I didn't know she yeah. is,
0: Okay, so she is very reclusive But if we are completely quiet while on this podcast She might stay I
1: got so excited for a reclusive Luna sighting
3: Yeah, there's two six. leopards here
0: She crawled in through my window in Bushwick And now she
3: lives in the house Is that true? Yes Oh my <laughs> god <laughs> She's so pretty. I took her to
0: the vet. She looks like a chinchilla. Yeah, that's a very photogenic cat for one that you just wow. found. Wow. I know you can't see the cat no. listening to the podcast right now, but by God. Yeah, and it'd I... be like a freaking Jessica Alba you just found her. Picture like the, the hot cat. Yeah, picture the hottest cat you've ever seen. It's the Jessica Rabbit of cats, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Lola Bunny of cats.
3: No, it is beautiful. <laughs>
0: Luna, you've got quite the body.
1: These boys want to fuck a cat so bad. <laughs> Luna, do you know so about hogs?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
0: uh, uh, yeah, but uh, do you have any other interests you think that are, that are uh, 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 like sub communities or genres you don't get to talk or about? Or do you a lot? just
1: want to, you know, uh, just plat- you have a platform?
3: I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I can defend the, um, I guess, Frisbee. I like Frisbee.
1: Oh, so you're chill as fuck.
3: Uh, Is that a subgenre? Are you from Vermont? No, I I grew up in Connecticut. I was close. Yeah. Geo- Geo- geographically. Yeah, man. East Coast.
1: Did you, like, go through an ultimate frisbee situation?
3: I went to Frisbee camp uh, when frisbee I was... Uh,
0: yeah, they round up the Frisbee people. <laughs> <laughs> I went
3: it started when I was... under Trump.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was 28. Uh, <laughs> My buddy Jeff wanted to go to Frisbee camp. He runs CYSK with me. And uh, so... Uh, yeah, I just, I went and it was in Indiana Dunes and then I thought it'd be like chill just tossing a frisbee around. No. uh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dudes there had frisbee gloves. What? One dude, he like caught a frisbee and then it, he accidentally dropped it and then he went berserk. He like picked it up and he broke it over his I knee.
1: so many questions. Why did we not bring this up right away? What is a competitive frisbee man like? See, I'm it's glad you've asked. Cra-
3: it's crazy to look at.
0: Alyssa's brother is a competitive frisbee man. He always hurts himself in wild ways.
3: <laughs> yeah, you like he tore blow like out every
0: muscle in his groin to the point where like his whole leg turned blue. Jesus! Oh my god! Yeah. Uh,
2: at a certain point in competitive frisbee, you're just throwing like those like Xena disc knives. <laughs>
1: I just like—is it like uh, like that famous angry tennis player or whatever? Or like McEnroe? Yeah. Is
2: there? Yes, yeah, there a frisbee John? A uh,
3: frisbee McEnroe. Waiting
0: for McEnroe. To it's this come guy up. Craig
3: in Indiana. <laughs> Uh, the
0: scene is a lot it's like even smaller than lacrosse the competitive frisbee scene so like if you know a guy who likes frisbee a lot he's probably on the professional level of frisbee he's
2: on the Olympic team
3: (laughs) it was sold to me as a chill drug trip and it was anything but where like they woke us up at like (laughs) 6am this
2: like sounds like the plot of Midsommar
3: (laughs) oh man I mean I haven't seen that movie but I could totally see a frisbee Version of it?
1: Were you uh, sewn into a frisbee and set on fire for being rude <laughs> oh, to
3: Oh god, wife? I haven't, I haven't seen that movie. Is that what happened? Did, did no, that happen? that's
0: uh, unrelated. <laughs> Katie's random. We like her. She's like Family Guy. I'm so random.
4: Um,
1: is there a Peppered fish
0: farm? Remembers <laughs> frisbee.
1: Is there like official like frisbee branded gear?
3: <laughs> uh yeah, whammo,
0: whammo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whammo's really good.
0: Oy vey. Oh, I
3: think okay. I think all frisbees are wha- like all the the good ones are whammo.
0: Well, that's the sound they make when they hit a tree hard enough. Whammo, whammo,
3: It's the Batman sound. Yeah,
0: that's the sound you make when you get beanbagged by a frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you feel your frisbee skills increased <laughs> th- during the trip? No,
3: are I
1: now resentful of the the disc community.
3: Well, I I thought we were just gonna be chill and have fun, but apparently, like um, you know, I just throw it around with my friends, and so like I'm real like loose, fast and loose with
1: you're
3: it, a- <laughs> yeah. with a friend.
1: Yeah, you
2: got all... play off instinct. Yeah, you're like a like, bad players that make athletic moves, and there are players that make intellectual moves. You're the first one.
1: <laughs> you're like the bad boy of the frisbee community.
3: I mean, I like to like spin it around my finger and stuff before I throw. It. Uh but when you're in competitive match, uh I just kind of like naturally want to do that. Uh, you, you know, and everyone's the, like, what the fuck? So are you're you? a flashy
2: player, you're not a John Stockton. Uh, oh
3: yeah. Flair to you. I'm more of a Harlem Globetrotter of a <laughs>
0: there, you know there's a walking Phoenix Joker movie coming out about how you play Frisbee. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, is that same, the deal?
0: Same attitude. Oh yeah. Is that the
1: <laughs> devil <make hair laughs> Frisbee? Yeah. I was thinking more like uh Tanya Harding before the murders, where like there's all these strict rules and Frisbee throwing, and she won't follow. You just roll up there.
3: (laughs) Hello. Oh, Alyssa's
4: here. Hi. We're
0: talking frisbee. (laughs)
1: Um.
0: (laughs) Whammo. I don't know. I lost my train of
2: thought. Uh, I'm revealing what a layman I am right now, but um. Is competitive frisbee played in teams, or is it like ultimate?
0: It's Uh, the ultimate frisbee. It's called
3: ultimate (laughs) frisbee. It's funny. I've never thought about it like that before. But yeah, it's called ultimate frisbee. (laughs) It's frisbee
0: ball super.
2: I've I've heard of ultimate frisbee. Yeah, yeah. And so it's
3: like it's basically soccer. Yeah. Uh, Where you just kind of like you toss it down the field and then there's like an end zone.
2: Is there like a league where like cities have frisbee teams? Yeah. What's the New York team called?
3: Oh, I have no idea.
2: Is it like they do like the boring Premier League soccer thing where it's just like New York Frisbee Club or does it have a fun Uh, name?
3: I believe it's it.
2: New York (laughs) Whammo.
3: I think it's an Olympic. Sport, the New York forehand. I
1: feel like it was really wasted opportunity in the '90s when they were making uh, teen movies for every specific extreme sport that there was not an ultimate frisbee movie. Yeah. They uh, were afraid.
0: I, they were afraid of the backlash.
2: I feel like an Airbud frisbee movie is too on the nose. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I want teens that are you know they're trying to take back their field from the corporate ownership, and there's like a montage to to so it's like to, to mo- Toto or whatever, or like the
3: first black ultimate frisbee team
1: oh my god yeah feel the rhythm feel the rhyme it's frisbee time
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think of a cool runnings name for a frisbee yep. team and Amelia i can't do Estevez drives drunk and for his community service he has to coach frisbee <laughs> i feel like if you're looking for a chill frisbee experience you should have gone to frisbee golf camp
3: yeah uh next time
0: Get them next time. Uh, I've never played adult frisbee camping golf. Go situations. Go frisbee no. golf.
3: All right. Oh,
0: they abbreviate that as froth, right? Yeah, it's called
2: frothing. I hate that. <laughs> They're calling it frothing. <laughs> Man, that sounds like something you get when you search
0: for pugs. <laughs> Teens are getting their whammo out frothing.
1: This band means I frothed on the lawn. <laughs> the blue one means I frothed with Jesse's older brother. <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) That was, uh, what are we in, 23 minutes? I feel like we can go into the show at this point.
2: Yeah, let's talk about this fucking cartoon, baby.
0: (laughs) Crackerjack shot, Domingo. Oh, didn't see you there. It's me, Ernest Hemingway we just finished slaying a bison the size of a small house, and I thought now might be a good time to listen to my favorite episodes of the Dragon Ball Super podcast, Ballin' Out Good Times. For only $5 a month, they give me four extra episodes, which is quite a thrill, especially while I'm out on my expeditions. It's great for Domingo here as well, isn't that right? You can't hear him, but he said yes. I highly recommend subscribing and buying a shirt and doing all those other things. Well, off to skin a yak. Uh,
1: the title of this episode is The Approaching Wall. A hopeful final barrier. MAGA!
0: MAGA! <laughs> um, yeah,
1: you know, they didn't know that was gonna happen, but I'm not so psyched about talking about walls, and there literally was no wall in this, so the yeah. yeah. fuck? What the fuck? Toei?
0: What the fuck? I wasn't even watching, and I saw the episode. There's no walls in this There's episode? no walls,
1: just the <laughs> emotional walls around Android 17's heart.
0: <laughs> Toei is signaling. her' signaling to the people
3: <laughs> i like in the titles they both have they had two exclamation points you don't see that a lot
2: oh yeah in anime all the titles are the episodes are full like sentences well not even full sentences like it was two that sentence. was
3: two sentences yeah. and two exclamation points yeah
2: like hi how are you
0: doing that's great to hear
3: like it's always
4: like two things you someone
0: know? at the door i hope it's a friend. <laughs> Well, Uh, this was a hot episode. It was a lot
1: of fighting with not a lot of content, so I'll do my best. But you know how it goes, fans. Jared, our purple fish Dorito man, he is yelling so loud that rocks are floating around. The music is scary. I'm scared because he's glowing red, and he has a lava aura. Lava is hot.
0: Lava's hot. The gods chime in and they go,
1: look at that lava. Wow, that's hot. I, no, they go. Uh, they literally say a Carol pun where he goes, he's covered in fire. That's pretty cool. Not literally.
0: Yeah, that part <laughs> sucked. <laughs> I didn't even fucking hear that part.
1: Dude, I, I hate those
0: little aliens. Yeah, I'm going to beat their ass. Because here's the thing is they seem like they're babies, but they're old, crotchety men. Yeah, they're pieces of shit. I hate them every episode. But I feel like this is important to establish to really understand where we're at here. So when the tournament started, the Tournament of Power, it's on this giant floating diamond-like structure. It's, it's like a
1: dreidel. It's basically. like a dreidel. It's
0: spinning in space. Yeah. They're all fighting on it, and, and uh, it's a platform, and the rules are if you fall out of the dreidel, you're out of the tournament and that's how you lose. Yeah. Since then, it has been blasted into a million pieces that float for some reason and there is no knowing when you have fallen off of the dreidel.
1: These rules are out the window. It's a Chicago style street fight for one fall.
2: Also for context, the last episode of the show I saw was last time you guys had beyond, which was like 30 episodes ago, and they were still fighting that smooth gray alien.
0: Yes, yeah. he won't leave. He's the Roger of the show. Yeah, this guy's fucking wicked strong.
3: All right, can I ask you a question about uh, yeah. the spectators? Please. Uh, there's like a cat and a clown. Yeah.
4: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh, it's uh, where do you get all these assortment of uh are they aliens? What are they
1: smoking so, over there? uh when the show they they each universe has its own squad of like uh, a divine Creatures and also people were doing a lot of coke at the Dragon Ball factory, and they're like, "We That's need true. to make some toys to sell."
3: Ah, uh, <laughs> we get a clown. Okay, great. Also,
2: that was always like in the Dragon. Drive- is it like the ma- the president
3: a dog or something? <laughs>
2: like they just always had like anthropomorphic stuff. In okay, it. Think, okay
3: so my there's my no reason reminds- to like try to dig into some deeper meaning. Uh, there's to w- no metaphor. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know we've watched. There's like,
3: no reason for cats. <laughs> To be fair, we've watched like
1: 300 episodes of the show and they kind of just like, put shit in your face sometimes and you have to be okay with it. They're like, this one's a clown for some reason. You're like, all right. Clown. Yeah, I think
2: the creator has a weird sense of humor and by sense of humor it's like, I think it would be funny if this guy
3: was a cat.
0: <laughs> it is a little funny. I'm laughing at it right now. Well, you're a
3: cat guy. That's
0: true. I have two cats in a very small apartment. Uh, but the thing is, um, big canon update for this episode. They finally tell us that clown's name. I didn't and write it down. It's Belmont. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Belmont.
0: Yeah. Belmont. Yeah, the that's clown. That's such a stately name. Woo! He never does anything funny or does any clown stuff, but he does look like one.
1: Uh, I used to live in Portland, Oregon, where there was a. R- that's a what we ni- call a clown. Where flex. there was a nickel arcade uh, with a movie theater attached that was clown themed, and that was on Belmont Street. So maybe that's probably what that's
2: it was. Would you say guys say Belmont the Clown is uh, empowering to
0: incels?
1: <laughs> I would say this whole show is.
0: <laughs> That's true, but Belmont's role is definitely uh, 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 skeptical. I'm skeptical. Anyway,
1: of speaking of the peanut gallery, they're like, wow, this red lava aura, Jared the Fishman, is so strong. And then Vegeta, if you guys remember last episode, he was knocked into a crater. Oh, this is huge. And Vegeta's the guy that was shirtless.
0: Yes. The one shirtless guy. Well, from the this beginning. is the huge update.
1: Yes, so we thought he was dead, but there's no rules. And it's not just that he wasn't affected by that fight that almost killed him. He literally marches out of a crater, shirtless, gleaming pecs, and is like, who's ready to fuck shit up?
0: I am. Have you ever, like, let a friend who drinks too much take a nap at a party? and they come back 15 minutes later because it's like the same experience oh my god it's like when you puke and you're ready to go again. yeah where'd your shirt go I'm ready to read. yeah that's what a Zenkai (laughs) is they come back sparkling
1: yeah that explains why 17 looks at him and he's just like this fucking idiot
4: (laughs)
3: some of us read why is his name uh, 17 he's an android and he's the 17th android okay
0: and then they made him a human and he exists in the show for a long time and then he never picked a name you know i saw how readily you accepted that and i thought i'm proud of you man (laughs) we've
2: made such a journey
3: hey man i accepted cat and Bell belmont i'm gonna accept that this android
1: sure yeah hey all these are cool paintings (laughs) uh goku 17 to vegeta then uh do fisties and punchies towards jared and it's cool and you love to see it and then yeah. They
0: were really cool ones. They do even some kicks.
1: Yeah, 17 and Vegeta do a beam at the same time, and it makes a giant cross, like our Lord, uh, to try and crucify Jared, but he does not like it. And Garrett steps on 17 on the chest because he's a little piss pig. And he's like, mm, lick my boot, you little piss pig.
0: Oh, can I ask about this? Yes. Or I guess completely unrelated to this. Let's go. Why do people like getting stepped on as a sex thing?
1: Oh, do you really need to know that?
0: What part of you do they step on? The whole thing?
1: So they like it because it's degrading. They like to be served. Um, and it's also because a lot of them, like um, they get off on being told they're pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And so they want to be treated I'll so like
3: pain shit. is hot.
0: Yeah, yeah, pain is hot. This goes back to me thinking you worked in the sex
4: industry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a strong crossover with Dominatrix community and the Dragon Ball Z fan community. Does that make sense?
1: Um, I don't know Dragon Ball explicitly, but definitely anime.
0: Yeah, they're all Naruto fans.
3: <laughs> you ever have someone like step on your toe by accident and then you're just rock hard? <laughs>
0: Oh, I've had the toe part happen for sure. You ever have someone with
1: glasses look angry at you and then you got to leave the room?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like that. There actually used to be a very famous New York nightlife guy that was like a straight up Stefan bit who he would dress up as a carpet and he would lay on the bar and he would want you to like put your drinks on him and step on him and shit. Um, oh my God. and it was like kind of a performance artist thing, but also just like he was just like a guy that was around. Although I haven't seen him in a while so I hope he's okay. No, uh,
2: It was like the Andy Kaufman thing where it's just like, I'm wrestling, woman is a performance art piece. Where it's just like, no, he actually just
1: You just like that's that's for your dick.
0: He just he wants to hurt the women.
4: Yeah.
1: Anyway, squeeze, (laughs) squeeze, squeeze squeeze. 17's gang, stepped on like a dirty little piggy. Like a nasty
0: little piggy who's been bad. Famous Lower East Side village character, Android 17. (laughs)
1: Honestly, yes. (laughs) And I wish he would pay attention to me.
0: Universe (laughs) 7's hardest dance floor is my spine.
1: (laughs) Vegeta is angry because 17 keeps interrupting because he's like you're still drunk I know you think you have it together because you took your disco nap but you're fucked up and Vegeta goes stay in your lane
0: you don't even like beats
1: (laughs) I'll finish him myself decries Prince of All Saiyans and uh, Vegeta uh, punches a lot at Jared, and he's like, what are you looking at, you stupid little fish boy? Don't look at me. Don't look at me in the eyes. Right. I'm Vegeta. There's
0: a lot of negging. This episode is really, I mean, we're going to recap it to you, but they just do fighting the whole time. Yeah. It's
3: crazy that there's, like, a wife around right now.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, everyone in yeah. the show is a wife. It's very, like... Something the show doesn't really address, but uh, Goku is a dad and he's fucking real bad at it. Uh, I was talking about In This
3: Apartment while we
2: talk
1: about this. (laughs) Uh, Alex is married. (laughs) Our co host, regular co host Jeremy, is married. Uh, women uh, seem to not mind And it's uh, <laughs> What do you mean
0: seem to not mind
1: <laughs> it Blows my mind
2: uh.
3: It's crazy
2: <laughs> Now if uh, you man, had uh, all like... the bullies coming
0: out <laughs> <laughs> It's been 45 minutes And here he is. Yeah. Every man is his prank Amen Sure the anime show could be a <laughs> But my podcast content Creation <laughs> is just a vulgar Masculine art form does your wife like to podcast?
3: Uh, no. Well,
0: you know what? Frisbee. fucking stupid. <laughs> Andrew, it's fine. You're killing him.
3: I start to get older.
1: <laughs> Much like a wife that has enough of podcasting content, Jared blasts uh, Vegeta into a rock.
4: Yes, and he goes into a rock. He's
1: like, go to sleep. And then... uh then Goku comes out and he's red and blue for some fucking reason. And uh, he well, also fights.
0: I know the reason, but it's not important why, I guess. That means he's being super powerful at the moment
2: for
4: him.
0: It's because he's Ken within Super Saiyan Blue. Oh, I wish I didn't say it, but that's mm. why. It was a big part of the mm. show earlier that you also watched.
4: <laughs> I know, but I
1: just fucking forget.
0: Yeah, you I'm gotta, not, there's self-defense.
1: I more experience things through feelings and you're more of a number numbers guy, and we can just, you know... Do people call me a numbers
0: guy? Is yeah. that true? Yeah, they're like Alex
1: Patak, the numbers guy. Yeah, and I'm like, true. yeah, that's my boy. He knows seven, he knows 35, he knows six. It's that's, great. That's why I have a wife, because I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're by the book. You're a numbers guy. Yeah, you you're got what...
2: married Goodwill Hunting style where you first caught her eye
0: by solving an equation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing podcasts in our small room. How you like them apples? <laughs>
4: How many uh,
1: Good Roll Hunting themed weddings as boys from Massachusetts have you been to? Uh,
2: zero. And that being said, that might just be because I would get invited to a lot of weddings. No,
0: it's hard to have more uh, invitations after you get in all of the Dropkick Murphys.
3: <laughs> you guys are both from Boston? That's right. Yeah. Cool. Have you
2: been to a Boondock Saints wedding?
0: Have I? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, The detective was there. The criminals were there. Instead of a
2: coin, uh, instead of a ring, they just put coins on the two eyes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: Talking
1: about shoveling off to Boston, whoa. uh, 17 then decides the (laughs) only way you can defeat Jared is uh, by doing some like self-destructing move. Yeah, he does a
0: self-destructing move. Mm. He gets all powered up. Which also happened last Episode
1: and he uh he he blows himself up, and he and we're like, why did he do that? He didn't do anything, but he did. He tore uh his garment, he tore uh Jared's uh precious uniform, yes,
2: yes, something something you brought up, uh, yes, uh, very resistant clothing in this show.
3: Yeah, everything kind of blows up around you. You're covered in lava, but then your shirt is totally fine. Your shirt's fine. Uh, They had like an atomic explosion and it made a little hole in the back of his shirt. I had a pithy
0: comment that it was a testament to the quality of the garment, but I, too, am furious
3: about the lack of battle damage. No, everyone should be uh, naked.
1: (laughs) I mean, classic Dragon Ball, they used to get all tore up from the floor up. They were all burnt and throwing (laughs) up on each other, and you love it. And there were way more
2: dicks. Yeah, that's just how strong raw (laughs) denim is. That's what 17 was wearing.
3: Little (laughs) shit like that always bothers me with any sort of cartoon or, like, the Hulk where you get so big, and, and it's like your pants should be off.
0: The thing is, his waist size though that stays the same. He's a tight thirty-two. Well, you
1: know I mean- what?
0: Seventeen
3: is a
1: hundred percent one of those condo sociopaths in Brooklyn. That's like I only wear raw denim, and, and you never wash it. You, you put never it in wash the it. freezer, <laughs> and I'm like, why are there pants in your freezer and no food? And he's like, you know why? <laughs> because
0: it's full of pants. Now be
1: my footstool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he goes back to stepping on you.
1: And I'm like, uh, all right,
4: right. right, now he likes
2: stepping on you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the power of the jeans. They <laughs> 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 turn you into a top. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do people Truly people them. put their jeans in the freezer?
1: Yeah,
2: if they're raw yes. denim, I've seen this.
3: What like to what loosen them up or?
1: It's supposedly to disinfect them.
3: Yeah, oh. Apparently you
1: don't got to wash them if you
0: chill them like a side of meat. What? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, it's strange. I think it has something to do with the psychology of the jeans. Like, you have to prove that you're the top to the jeans. <laughs> yeah, I'll
2: take the low-quality denim. I'll buy it from Kohl's fine if I don't got to fucking freeze them.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that shows, I feel like that... I mean, that's definitely wrong. Right?
1: I think it's the like the same them? kind of people that are like... uh you know, like, un, uh, you don't need to vaccinate your kids or, like, uh, actually drinking your pee is good for you. Yeah, I think no, it's... Yeah, it yeah that McCarthy's shit.
2: second book is going to be about freezing your jeans.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that can't be right. Woo!
0: The Folks, tr- if you work in the raw denim industry, write in and we want to <laughs> hear about how to properly treat these jeans. Also, someone is very sick nearby.
1: Yeah, I'm going to wait for that to go by... Oh, scared, cats are Luna. cats
0: are running everywhere. I'm scared <laughs> Luna. We enjoyed her while she was here, but her time has passed.
1: Anyway, so 17 starts to two-hand beam Jared and he flips over to Goku, and Goku's like, You okay, bro? And uh they have a very astute uh tactical di- discussion in which Goku's like, Maybe we should fight together though. And they're like, yes, combo moves.
0: Yes, combo as moves. As seen
1: in the video game.
0: Yes. I'll try to do some of my moves, and, and that's when you is do your when, moves.
1: Uh, they start to attack Jared as a group. And Vegeta lets us know about his finances and he goes, "I'm here to repay your debts with compound interest." <laughs> yeah, that was great. I've <laughs> taken a look at my Roth IRA and my prospects are good.
0: <laughs> the the writing in the Dragon Ball script is always so straightforward and bland that you you know they got to get like a little pop when they're like, and then he says with compound interest. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, yeah, he's <laughs> using fake <noise.
1: laughs> Goku and Vegeta fuck up Jared and 17 uh, shoots a giant beam, so like they they distract Jared with the fighting, and then there's a big beam. But you know what? Jared just punches right through that beam, and it looks like a downloading from Kazabar. And you love to see it.
0: <laughs> it does kind of look like that. <laughs> it do be like that. There were so many different beams. You got to notice when it looks like the Kazal logo.
1: <laughs> I'm trying here, folks. No, you do a good job. Thank yeah, you. Great. Okay. We
0: appreciate you. I'm just
1: like, I'm insecure sometimes, and you got to just give me a little nod. Your note
0: taking is not only novel in its approach but elegant in its execution.
1: Listen, I know you can't read my notes, but that's because I'm more hint at events than writing down point blank what happened, and that's why you don't know how to read them. They're Re- cryptic.
0: Read my lips, no new taxes, George H.W. Bush.
1: <laughs> read my lips, no new friends,
0: 2019.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Dragon Ball. <laughs> Jared Defects it, the beam. And he uh, <laughs> he defects all the beams. Um, and it does that thing where everyone's faces get erased for a second. And everyone's all knocked out. And we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe he punched off all those beams. It's like everything's meaningless. And uh, you think we're fucked. And we're like, oh, everyone's dead. And no, 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 the best part of the show... From up top, drops in your old pal, Frieza. Hello. Doing a full split like a drag queen, landing a knee on Jared in the head, and he immediately just gets to it. The music gets epic, opera singers are singing, and he's just fucking him up. Frieza style.
0: It's Frieza style, and we had wondered where he was, or if he was knocked out, and then he literally did a drop kick right. He after.
1: literally did a, and I'm here too.
2: We stand an androgynous king.
0: And, I love And him. queen.
1: And queen. And queen. <laughs> She's a queen. She Monarch goes-
0: of no determination. <laughs>
1: He goes, golden piss-freeze for a second? And you're like, maybe this is going to be the rest of the episode. No, no, no. He immediately gets knocked out again. And so now it is Seventeen versus Jared. And there's some speech like, "Uh, do you think you can fight me on your own? And he's like, well, actually, yes, because I'm an android. Oh, they talk about
0: what they're going to wish.
1: Right. So Seventeen's like, I want to win. First of all... The plot point that these people want to win for wishes was just introduced like three episodes ago. Previously, it's just like, you know, to survive genocide. But I guess the stakes weren't enough then.
0: They've had the wishes the whole time. It's just been stupid the entire time.
1: Yeah, to be fair, we all know from previous episodes that Seventeen's a sexy nihilist and really doesn't give a fuck if everyone dies. But he, So he's like, my wish is I want to go on a Disney resort cruise. Yeah, he's
2: like the hand Solo. He's in it for the money.
3: All right, so you when you win, you get a wish in addition to you get to be alive.
1: If you're the final guy standing, in addition to your world being saved, you get like a little bonus wishy.
3: Oh, great! It
0: does seem like a a hat on a hat because your real prize is not being
3: wiped from existence, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know if I save my universe, I just like reward myself by buying like a pair of LA lights or something. I wouldn't
3: like wish. (laughs) I've never heard that phrase, hat on a hat. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you can use that.
3: Uh, Hey, I will.
1: (laughs) Why don't you put that in your hat?
0: Yes, Katie, get Uh, his hat. That's three hats. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, get some of that trail mix. 17 is
1: already like an emotionally unavailable aloof weirdo. And I love that he gave an emotionally unavailable love weirdo answer that makes me be like, oh my God, what's his deal? Uh Um, And then the clown's like, I bet you wonder why Jared is here, and we're like, I guess. Best part of the episode
2: coming up. (laughs) And he's like,
1: hello, I'm the clown, and my whole role is to give you an elaborate backstory for this character that you kind of just are okay with fighting and not having a backstory. You know what the best part of every superhero movie is? The backstory you already know. Once upon a time.
0: Belmont.
4: (laughs)
1: Jared is a little fish boy walking through the village, and his village got burnt down, and then he karate-kitted his way to the top, but then all those people in the sensei also got killed, you and see then like
2: a montage of Jared, like
0: training, and he's like wearing a Rocky Balboa beanie. He's doing, he's like jogging. No, is anyone in the show technically on cardio? Technically, he is bald, so he is doing the classic bald guy move of wearing an Irish-style Mac. <laughs> it happens all the time in Boston, and it happens where Jared is from, Space Boston. Yeah, like Space a scallycap. Yeah, it's like a scallycap. <laughs> I have been to several uh, <laughs> uh, movie-themed weddings, and I know these to be true.
1: Yeah, and it was just like very generic, and we're like, I've seen a movie before, man. I could have
0: just guessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, made so much, they made such a big deal of it, and they are like, I bet you're wondering what his backstory is. It's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then Seventeen was like, hmm, sounds like you're stuck in the past, bitch. Yeah,
0: he's so judgmental.
1: And like, I get it, you know? Uh, and he's like, listen, we're all emotionally unavailable. We're living in toxic masculinity, and every day is a struggle to feel a feeling. But you know what? You just gotta... Pass through it. Triggered much, Snowflake?
0: He does say something like triggered much, which I really appreciated in the context.
1: And then Jared... Yeah,
0: and, uh, as you say in online
2: parlance, Jared gets very
0: not mad, which means he <laughs> is mad. Yes. Yeah, he's like that gif of that he, girl who's mad.
1: He puts his big hand on Seventeen's little hands, and then Seventeen's cool baseball
0: tee starts to tear up.
2: <laughs> that is, it starts to very gradually tear
0: up, which J- is funny. Jared- in almost like a way, like, I don't think the shirt would tear up that way.
2: it like comes off in episodes (laughs) like in chapters it's like rip rip
1: rip jared's like i would like to bend the wills of space and time and matter to my own will and the burden of weakness falls upon you and i'm like great lyrics um he blasts the shit out of 17 and uh you know it's not good and then uh 17 decides
0: Oh, because Goku and Vegeta are lying face down yeah. in craters, and they're talking to each other like they're going to sleep at a sleepover. <laughs> as it, As Durso pointed out, they keep like they yeah. they sneak in little comments like, "You still up? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired." Yeah, man. They're like pizza
2: to shit, but they're holding a pretty casual conversation.
1: 17's blocking the shots and then uh creed slowly starts to play in the background my sacrifice that's right baby uh 17 gives a what should be a heart worrying speech if it wasn't so fucking literal uh (laughs) about how he's like he he goes goku vegeta i'm giving up my dream for you i'm sacrificing myself okay just make sure you notice. I am
0: sacrificing myself he said, for you. In this part, he said, "I'm not going on the boat trip," and it's like, "Are we going to
1: talk about this
4: right
0: now?" <laughs> we get it. There's a boat. You're all
1: going to die. I think like they were trying to do that thing, like the trope of like the soldier who got shot, and it's like, "Don't worry, Johnny. I'm bringing you home a Christmas turkey the size of your head." But instead, it's just this, like, once again, like unavailable. It's like so the night s-
2: before. He shows some photos. Like, you see that? That's my little baby. That's a beam. <laughs> come, come.
4: I'm coming home to you. I'm but
1: home. instead, he's like an American psycho type, and he's just like, I guess I can't go to fucking Moconos this year. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah. It's uh,
2: weird when Jared's beeping him. He says, "Try getting a reservation at Dorcia now, you piece of shit." <laughs> yeah.
0: Being on international cruises is not a personality.
3: <laughs> he so also- it's um, it's not always them fighting. Like some episodes are like. Sometimes
0: it's them talking about how later they're going to be fighting. Okay. And those are the bad ones. The
1: destination is always the fighting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He yells a lot, and he makes a big beam, and the Xenos explain that the blast has blasted Goku and Vegeta awake.
0: And... Goku, they get fall- the green orbs around
4: Yeah,
1: because, like, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, uh, 17's an environmentalist, and that's why his
0: beams are green. That's why they're green, mm-hmm. because of recycling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. he do- noticeably does not protect Frieza, which I thought was like, ooh, shade. Yeah,
2: you just kind of see Frieza unprotected for a second. You assume he gets blown up. Frieza's raw dog in this beam. Yeah,
1: man. But also, like, we all know Frieza loves getting the shit kicked out of that's him. True. And 17, yeah. as a dungeon master, just his last will and testament was to just make. Sure that his participants are having a good consensual time.
4: Uh,
1: so, uh, once again, where is the ring out? I don't know because Goku and Vegeta fall off little meteorites, but they're not not they're in. They're not ring. out they're
0: just like back.
1: And as Goku falls, he's like, "Wow, Seventeen, sure did your sacrificed himself, and uh, we got a few extra minutes, so we better fight this guy." And then. For the first time in this whole fucking show, the Angels are like, Hey, somebody died. Uh, but it doesn't count as an eliminate." like That's it true.
0: It's like when a chef uh not a chef, <laughs> a ref fucking announces at the baseball game that no one's ejected after the big fight and everybody's yeah. like boom. Oh. You saw. You know the rules as well as I do.
1: I, you know, I know I'm terrible at watching sports because I, my favorite thing about baseball is ejection fights. They like bought number this number one. <laughs> they bought him. Uh, yeah. So they're like, actually, Jared doesn't get. Uh, you're out of here because uh, at 17. Uh, fucked himself up. And yeah, he
0: blew himself up and he wasn't blown up. And so I it's feel like a DQ.
1: it's supposed to be emotional, but because like 17 such an emotionalist character, it's kind of just like, okay. And also death is meaningless as Yay. we all know. Like,
2: There's kind of an agreed upon thing in the show, especially as it goes on that like death is just like you could be back in five episodes. Uh,
3: okay, great. And you just come back and you're like, that was fine? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. and you come back better at fighting. So it's oh. almost like you want to die. You, you want to die kind of. Yeah. And I kind of want to die. Yeah.
4: and, and then Not have like, uh, fighting skills though.
2: No, just in general. It's because all other prospects have dried up.
1: <laughs> we end with the episode with zooming in on Vegeta, and he's like, "Jared, I'm gonna slip the slip. I'm gonna slap the ever living fuck out of you." And then the music plays, and we're
0: done. Yeah. So more good episodes to come. What an incredible display from the Z Fighters today. Yes. Out of seven Super Dragon Balls, what would you rate the episode? Starting with Katie Rose Leon.
1: I love 17 so much. I love that this was a 17-heavy episode. There were so many beams when Frieza jumped down from the sky like a drop top. That was fucking sick. I'm sorry, Alex. Seven Dragon Balls.
0: I understand.
1: Andrew
4: Durso, <laughs>
0: next. Out of seven Super Dragon Balls, what are you giving this episode? Man, I'm going to say that this episode was this
2: show most successfully on its bullshit. Still <laughs> on its bullshit, but did I enjoy watching it? Absolutely. I think I am going for a full seven. This is fun to watch and a fucking
3: moved. All right. Uh, David Drake, what would you give this episode of uh, Seven Dragon Balls? Oh, man. So this is the first episode I've seen. Uh <laughs> And I want there to be somewhere to go, so I'm I'm gonna go with five uh, Dragon Balls, a so
4: healthy
1: amount give it of Dragon somewhere Balls,
0: somewhere to grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have to give it seven out of seven Dragon Balls. I have seen every goddamn episode of this show, and this is one it. Of doesn't the best get
3: better, better than that.
2: Yeah, no. no. So, yeah, so do our guest, it's worse than this a lot.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: kind of significantly. Yeah, yeah.
1: We kind of have Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. So
2: say. if you fucking just. If you didn't like this, then just go to Frisbee and never look
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, with all seven Dragon Balls united here together, we are granting our guest three wishes from the immortal dragon, Shenron.
1: All right. I'm going to call him up. Arise, Shenron!
3: Oh, my God.
1: Wow, man. There he is. <laughs> oh, hey, Shenron. How are you, how you doing, pal?
4: Oh, what's up? It's me. Topless Shenron! Ooh, mm,
1: topless Shenron, were you taking sexy mirror pics for your Tinder?
4: I wanna display the top of my belly. That's the best part. Does anybody here have any wishes I can rub between my muscle cleavage? Well, we
1: have three sets of wishes here, and I would like to give them to our guest, David Drake. So what you're going to do is you can wish for literally anything for the Eternal Dragon Shenron to wish may come true. And one of them could be for this to end.
3: <laughs> uh, I just I just want some success in my career. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Too real. <laughs> can you do that for me? David, is there any success more than Good friends <laughs> Yeah the, the Wish <laughs> granted <laughs> Alright you have two more
3: Alright I want my cat to be a little younger And to live for uh, for As long as I live
4: Wow that's gonna be fucked up And it's happening <laughs> When you go home That's what's happening now
3: um, One last wish Oh, my God.
1: Bat for the fences.
3: All right. So this is the big one. Uh, I want to (laughs) fly.
4: In seven to ten business days, you can fly. In the way where if you tried now, you couldn't. So don't try now, but later for sure. All
3: right. I'm going to start on uh, small ledges.
4: All right, push-up contest in the yard out back. Dragon hosting.
1: (laughs) Damn, Alex, you just met an incredibly sexual shirtless Shenron. He is so jacked.
0: Oh, what's up? (laughs) That sounds sick.
1: Don't worry though; we have an email to read in its stead.
0: It's time
4: for dragon some of that dragon mail. <laughs> <laughs> dragon mail
0: Quick dragon mail, everybody. This uh, email is entitled, "Weese made me buy. By typo. Greetings from down under, balling out super crew. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Ozzy, 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 oy, oy, oy. I finished binging Dragon Ball Super to catch up with the pod. My brain is not the same. The Bowie twins made me feel things I cannot put into words, and I didn't know I could feel that way towards men. So now I have to worry about both transphobia and biphobia in WLW spaces. Yay, dot, dot, dot.
1: I'm sorry for your suffering, but I love that this show is making so many people gay.
0: Yeah, this show is like a gay doll. <laughs> Gay Beam? Not like a gaydar at all. That would just find gay people.
1: Volma built a gaydar, but it only works 50-40. Yeah.
0: The only podcast network this is available on is on the gaydar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the rest of the email. And Kale, with her anxiety, self-loathing, abandonment issues, and terrifying mood swings, is probably the first time popular media I've felt truly represented. I should maybe look at more indie media to find better representation and to help cope with having my job applications rejected. Hey...
3: Feeling that my
1: well, Twitter
0: is unlocked.
1: Yeah, uh, we all. get Another rejected. guy
0: wants
3: success in his career.
1: <laughs> we all get rejected. <laughs>
0: You're right from
1: uh, jobs on the regular. But I will say I've noticed a lot of Australians in New York just out here having jobs. So maybe that's an option for you. <laughs> that's oh, true. Oh yeah.
2: No, if you came here, any Australian here is automatically beloved. I, I highly recommend.
0: Consider your here. privilege as an Australian before you write us an email. <laughs> <laughs> We know you have kangaroos who talk. Speaking of coping mechanisms, how did y'all get into comedy? I'm morbidly curious about getting into it, but all I hear are bad things.
1: It turns out it's bad!
0: Uh, so I was thinking about it, and I think it would be perfectly fine to get into comedy as like a hobby, but that the problems come from when you depend on it for your life.
1: I got into it because I went to an open mic and I thought I was funnier than everyone, and I was right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if then, you have a hard time with meetup.com, you uh, can coach open mics.
1: Everyone has a substance abuse problem, so I got out. <laughs> That's
0: true. <laughs> it's uh, how you find addicts. Yeah. That's kinda I, fun. I
2: I went to a high school open mic in my high school and I was jealous of all the attention that all the guys playing like acoustic Neil Young covers were getting, so I but I didn't know how to play an <laughs> instrument. So I wrote a
0: thing and I said it and I enjoyed it and now I still do that. <laughs> Andrew Durso, the Neil Young of comedy, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh that's what they all say. Uh David, do you Maybe have
0: any uh, comedy
3: advice for our young aspiring fan? Uh yeah, I mean I don't think anyone should get into it now. I think we've got the number of people we need.
0: <laughs> the club is full. Yeah. Wait till more of us die. I will say as an
2: Australian moving to New York, you're going to feel so socially satisfied that comedy will not feel
0: like a need.
1: Yeah. You'll you'll you're yeah. You'll automatically have a bunch of hot model friends and uh, it's weird. It's true.
0: <laughs> Cocaine? All right. Uh, reading P.S. Thank you for making this show watchable and for making me buy-ish. Once I get a job, I promise I will become a pay pig. Squee, squee. squee. Yours semi-sarcastically. Typo. for nice right. Making him buy, buy-ish? Yeah, they're they're bi-ish. They saw the character who looks like a, a blue butler, and
3: um, you
1: know, sexuality is a spectrum, and you don't have to label yourself one way or another. Just you know, I didn't you know if that was like out. a
3: running theme of the podcast.
0: It's the uh, next spin off of Blackish. Bye.
3: Bi- you know <laughs> I know what you're talking
0: yeah, okay. about. Okay, real heads know what I'm talking about.
1: Thank you for the email. Let's do some plugs. Motherfucking plugs. Um,
2: Andrew, you can start. Oh, uh, follow me at Andrew underscore Durso. I'm probably gonna be fucking tagged in the post about the episode, maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh,
2: you
1: will. Not now, bitch. What yeah. the fuck?
2: You have to find us now, idiot. <laughs> all right, well that's Andrew underscore Durso. Uh, just find me. I I I, uh,
0: I post me. about shows. Uh, on
2: just find all, me. Find me. Well, you have to now. <laughs>
0: Andrew has a great Twitter that we will be sure not to list. Uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
3: Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have a couple albums online. Uh, Sorry, mom, and uh, I got one coming out this month called Live from Whoa. the Gutter. Woo. Yeah, baby,
4: you love that's to hear it.
3: The Gutter in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the David Drake on Twitter.
0: Cool follow me at patak jokes i just unlocked my account again and come see me on tour next month oh and this thursday if you live in new york city come out to pod america does the dem debates at secret loft at seven we're just gonna yell at the debates and get drunk again it's byob it's very what's up make sure you get tickets in advance it's cheaper than at the door i'll plug alex's show bad news on sunday it's very fun <laughs> very fun <laughs> yeah and Andrew's yes. gonna plug my weekly show too thank you for doing that uh, and you can
1: find me at Katie Rose at Twitter and at oh hello Katie Rose on Instagram please listen to pod minutes to cast night to two minutes to late night a company podcast we just watched rock star with fucking Marky Mark in it for some fucking reason. And, yeah. Uh, it w- Owens. Hometown hero. <laughs> uh, it was... Austin. Uh, uh, not great. Uh, and, uh, please support that Patreon because we're going to fest and I don't want to pay for my hotel room. He's
0: strong and he could have stopped 9 Marky Mark, everybody.
1: <laughs> All right. Follow the show. Follow the
0: show too. Why don't you? What do you? You think you're better than me? All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super.